Welcome to the Nakuda podcast for Sukkot. Uh, there is no Parsha this week, no Parsha next week either, uh, except for Zosabroch, uh, so we can talk about that <clears throat> next week in Mitzvah, if we do have indeed a podcast. But anyway, um, the point is that I want to make this very short because everybody's bil- busy building their Sukkot, including myself. Um, what I want to say is, is that this was kind of an insight I had over Yom Kippur, which was Baruch Hashem very meaningful, and um, I wanted to share it with you, uh, especially the whole idea of Sukkot is we're moving out of the house and moving into this, uh, you know, a glorified hut, you want to call it? I mean, it's, it's uh, how fancy can it be already, except for those people that have it built into the house, which for some of us feels like kind of, uh, you know, uh, contradiction in terms, so to speak. You know, some of you want to move out of the house, and here people are just taking off the the ceiling and having it in the house, but whatever, people have their reasons. Um we're talking about, you know, the, the traditional sukkah where you are yourself building a minimal, minimalistic type of place. And for a, a lot of us, you know, hopefully, I mean, this is hopefully what it's supposed to be. Um, from the koyach of the mitzvah itself, um, we very often feel, you know, very comfortable there. And like, we don't want to leave. It's a story about person who didn't want to leave at all, and then it's whatever. Anyway, the, the point is that there's a lot of um, there's, there's a lot of koyach, there's a lot of power to that idea of uh, just moving out, even though we know it's temporary, it's supposed to be temporary, but it's and it's a whole muscle for the for life on in, in Oilam Haza and this world as, as a whole that is only temporary, and that we're you know only preparing for the permanent life in Oilam Haba. But um, at any rate, the point is that um, I think this is a, a remiss to an extremely important concept that really can transform life for people if they take it seriously, if they're able to internalize it. So it may take many years to, to, to you know, figure it out, even though it's really something that we basically acknowledge is true. And it was one of those things that we learn about, we know about, we may even talk about, but to really feel it is something else. So it comes back also again to this idea. There's, there's a concept we know about called Bishvili Nivra Oilam, that the world has been created for me, which is misinterpreted by some people to think that, you know, Chasvashonim, they're the main thing in the world. I'm, you know, number one. Um, on the contrary, what it means is that the, everybody, each individual can say the world has been created for me because. In a sense, the world that Hashem has created for each person, the, the environment, they, they put him in the, 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 the education, you know, everything that's a, that, that has to do with where the person is and, and who the person is, has been set up for Hashem, for each person as an individual, for what that neshama has to uh, go through in this world. So it's like custom-made, and each, each person has their own custom-made life and custom-made world. Um, so that's Bishvili Niva Oilam. And the other thing is that we say uh, in the Berkhus Shachar every morning, She'us li kol ki. And wh- what does that mean? I mean, again, every, every person's needs are different. So it's not like one, fits, one size fits all that Hashem has created everybody's needs. Or, or you just look at it like in a minimalistic sense that everybody has the minimum they need. This is kol tzorki. All of my needs have been already... Um, taken care of in a sense. They're, they're built into the world that I have been created into. So that's the idea that again, Hashem gives us individual attention uh, 
and, and of course gives the klal also that attention, but the idea is that Hashem has, has built into our everyday life all the things we actually really need. And then there's another statement of Chazal that, that also plays into this, is this idea that, um, I haven't found the exact name of Kor, I think it's in Pekiovis, um, where do not, yeah, Pekiovis someplace, do not envy the Shulchan Maluchim, you know, the, 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 the table of the kings, because your table is bigger than their table. Shulchanchem gudul mishulchanam. That you're, what, what, you know, so what's the Shulchan here? So the shulchan, first of all, is in a sense what we're given. You know, that's that's the the what we have to work with, and you know where we live and what we do. And it's also about our job. It was what are we doing here? What's what? Are, why are we here? And what are we supposed to be accomplishing here? So in that sense, you know, a king could think, well, he's you know running the whole country. It can be more important than that. Uh, I mean, in the old days of kings, anyway. Um, and also, uh, he has the greatest wealth of anybody, you know. So for us to say that our wealth and our importance is greater than that of kings is a pretty tall order. I mean, that's, that's, that's saying a lot. So what Hashem really wants for us to look at it that way. So if a person, for example, and this is very common today, uh, has a goal to experience the good life, so to speak. He wants to have all the good things in life. He wants to experience life to its fullest, so to speak, according to what they think of, you know, the fullest being. Um, Which means, you know, having nice things, having a nice house, having a nice car, you know, Mercedes or something. Um, uh, You know, if you ask a person what they really want, so they'll say, well, you know, I'd be able to travel wherever I want to go. I'd be able to to have a beautiful house in a beautiful uh, environment, you know, some some on the mountains or on a lake or, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, in the old days, used to be servants. Now we don't have servants anymore. But but uh, you want all the technological devices that can you know make life is easier. And this is really what people you know if, if, that their goal is to acquire. They want to have this, and, and once they have this, they feel to a certain extent that their their goals have been fulfilled, and they enjoy that that lifestyle. They're going going out to eat, you know, entertainment, you know, all the kinds of things that in the, in the, in the secular lifestyle are considered to be the uh, yachts, you know. <laughs> you can just list goes on and on of stuff that you can acquire, and what more you have, the more you want. So you know it's a never-ending list. Um, but the point is that that people and another thing is is an important job, something a career that gives them a sense of fulfillment. That people are need them and look up to them, and there's prestige and there's you know all this stuff. So all of this is is a goal that many many as most. Uh, non, you know, most people who are into the secular lifestyle uh, never acquire, or certainly not to the extent they would like to. It's really for the very, you know, privileged few, as we say. But that's really what they consider to be the good life. So, if they, to the extent that they don't have all those things, they feel like they are um, being uh, uh, that they're missing out on something, and that they could even be being persecuted and and and. Uh, uh, not allowed to acquire these things that they would really want, like everybody else has, you know. So it's that mentality which which uh, takes up most of their, uh, you know, motivation and most of their their feeling of self worth is is based on that. So basically, what what this statement is telling us is that Hashem, or the, all these statements combined that we that we we reviewed, Hashem has already given us all that. 
Hashem knows our essence. He's given us everything we need in order to fill the purpose of that essence. He's given us a, 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 a tafkid, a job to do in the world which exceeds anyone else's, that we're actually involved in the, the unification and the, the sustenance of, of not only this world, but other, other worlds that other people don't even have a conception of at all. Uh, and he's given us a wisdom and the, and the knowledge and the instructions how to use these things and how these things work. And, and, and you know, he's, he's given us so much that the, the physical pleasures is, is insignificant. It's like, it's, it's like it doesn't even hold a candle to the kind of real significance and real knowledge and real pleasure. Tainig, you know, the, the, the interaction that we have with the creator himself is on such a higher level than anything that these people could even dream of acquiring. So the question is, if we see this, and if we really look at a life of Torah and mitzvah, and, and, and Torah meaning really learning Torah in depth and internalizing it, and really experiencing what mitzvahs mean in terms of, the, 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 again, the job that we're doing in the world and what they mean on a deeper level, and experiencing them as we're doing them on that deeper level, all of these things make our lives um, the good life, so to speak. That is real living, as opposed to all of these other, and all the, all the other things we talked about in the course of these podcasts, you know, we, the way we experience time, the way we experience you know, unity. All these things is, are, are, are things that are absolutely inaccessible to a person who is not involved in the kind of uh, the life of Torah mitzvahs that, that you know, we have access to. So when a person looks at his own life as being something that he already has access to, it's, it's, it, and he's growing within it so that he's acquiring more and more of it as he, as he matures, almost as an, an inevitable process, and let alone ultimately getting to the point of going to Elam Haba, which is, you know, all of this stuff finally really realized and, and evident, you know, to the senses. It'll be, you know, something that, that will be our experience as opposed to something we just imagine or, or visualize or whatever. So, so that, that becomes our reality at that point. But at this point, it has to be a kind of a virtual reality. It has to be a reality that we, that we conjure up in our, in our minds and our consciousness according to the level we're on to be able to experience that reality. But I mean, certainly the, the, the tzaddikim were on a level where there's very little difference between the Oilam Haba and Oilam Haza because they, they, they experience Oilam Haza in, in, in such a higher level that it really is uh, it's, it's, it's as real to them, if not more real to them, than what most people experience as being the physical reality. But in any case, the point is that we are that that becomes our world, and we're not concerned anymore with what the world thinks is the tachlis, is, is, is the goal or whatever. That doesn't even play a role. It's not something that even, even uh, you know, is something we're even concerned with. Uh, you know, you talk about all, at least literature, they live a very, very simple life of Gashmis. They barely have anything. And yet they're perfectly happy and, they're, and, they, and, and they feel that, if anything, that, that all that stuff is going to just drag them down as opposed to, uh, and the problem with, with the question, you know, we're not, I mean, the Hasidim have a different view of it, but the, the problem is that, that the more we have in the physical world, the more we tend to, through the enjoyment of the physical world on, on that level, we make that into an end in itself. And then that really does drag down our consciousness because then it's harder for us to, to envision something better than that, something that's even on a higher level than that. 
So the more we acquire, in a sense, the acquisitions are something that take up space in our lives. If we, on the other hand, are able to link everything in the Gashmis to the Ruchnis, so then the more we have in, in the physical world, the more we are able to enjoy in the, in the spiritual world because we realize that the physical is only a gateway to be able to appreciate what's going on in the Ruchnis if we're on that level. Unfortunately, the people that are the most into the Gashmias are the people that are the hardest time with doing that. So it's, it's a bit of a, you know, a, a, a catch-22, so to speak. But the point is that we have to be as aware as possible, constantly reminding ourselves, and, and again, this perception where we see that the, that the, that the Gashmias is only a gateway to the Ruchmias, uh, and we don't, and we see that the that the Gashmis is not an end in itself. So any any uh, um, compromises we make in that way are are with a very specific consciousness of the dangers involved in getting into that stuff for itself, as opposed to uh, using it just as a as a keli as something that that we can use to help us to do more Torah mitzvahs as opposed to less. So this is really a, a tremendous challenge in the world today because in the, in, in, in the you know, old days, people didn't even have a, a concept of what this is. I mean, they might dream about you know, the lives of kings left, but, but, but a, the life of royalty wasn't, wasn't even uh, accessible to a common person. And, and people in the shtetl or whatever didn't, have a, didn't even know what these things were. They, didn't, they weren't exposed to them. Whereas today, we're constantly, you know, through all the media, and if people are watching that kind of stuff, you know, advertisements and everything else, it's always showing you, oh, you could have this, and you could have and you need this, and you want this, and you, get, you can get this, and it just costs this much, and you get it on payments, and you can, you know, put it on the credit card, and all this stuff. It's making it so easy to acquire stuff, and without teaching people how to acquire, or when to acquire, or why to acquire, there is so much personal discipline that's required in order to hold the person back from getting all the stuff that he might want. So whatever it is, this, this is, this, uh, these are very important uh, fundamentals. We always try to concentrate on the fundamentals. And the idea of sukkahs is that we can move into a sukkah with the most pushed thing, but because we made it ourselves and we made it according to what we you know, envision is, is something we want for ourselves and the whole building of it and the, and the dwelling in it in itself is mamash a mitzvah. So it's it's a it's a whole different concept of you know, if we if we really envision living in our own houses you know put a mezuzah on the house and live in the house and and uh, and, and and you know leave it to, you know, be bekai in the inyanim of kriyshma of v'shachbach of kamechu you know v'shivtech of v'seichu if 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 your mom is using your your home for that then the dwelling in the house should be comparable to living in the sukkah. But the sukkah is just bringing that out, that this, is, that this, this whole world is a temporary world. But let's use it in a way that we're trying to do Hashem's will with it, as opposed to, uh, as opposed to trying to get whatever we can out of it for ourselves. Um, I was just thinking of something that's kind of comparable to this. You know, when we talk about Ruchnius and Gashmius, there's a... There's a, a um, uh, there's a, a muscle. The whole thing is a muscle, primius and and and, and chitzonius, You know, the inside, the outside, external, internal, is is a is an idea of the body and the and the neshama. So there's the goof and the neshama. So you know, I, I was thinking that this is, is a muscle, something that's brought down. It's for them. You talk about let's like, say a beautiful woman, which you know the shrin is, is compared to a beautiful woman. The idea of of, of, of a beautiful woman. Looking at her, the the fact that she has been given a gift by Hashem of a body, 
Okay? And if she is putting her koiches, her efforts, her time, and her and, and her even money into perfecting her body without an appreciation of what Hashem wants her to do with that body and was using it in a way that's actually contrary to the rutz of Hashem is such a ridiculous thing because she knows she didn't make her own body. That was a gift to her from Hashem. So, so obviously, and if she doesn't unify her body with her neshama, you know, and they're going in two totally different directions, then obviously she's, she's contradicting her own reason for being created altogether. Whereas, if, you know, if a person is doing it the right way. So then, um, so then they realize that, that every moment is, uh, because this is such a gift, this is something that should be used for the Ratzon Hashem. So in the same sense, everything that we have in the Chitzonius, everything that we've been given, because, you know, it's not, unless we hold from beauty that I did it all for myself, which is obviously not true. So all of the gifts that we have in this world, if we're not using them out and leaking them and, and, and using them as, as a way to manifest the premius, or the, what's inside, then we're totally living at, at a, it's a self-contradiction, the way we're living. We're not, we're living, we're two different lives. We're living for ourselves, and then we're also trying to live by Hashem at the same time. Instead of unifying them and seeing that just like the body and the soul are one thing, the, the chitzonius and the, and, and the, and the panemius, the, the ruchnius and the gashmius, in, in terms of the, the home that we set up, is also one thing. And it has to be unified in one, in one direction, and not, uh, there should never be any contradictions. So anyway, this is a few insights to going forward into, into Sukkot. I hope everybody uh, got something out of it, and uh, you should have a mamash, a yom tov sameach, you know, a mamash, a simchas yom tov, and experience it to the fullest. I'm just a health and gold tooth.